Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Tepid Topics. We're joined, as always, by the voice of the people, Liam Hannon. <laughs> Bloody St. James. Hello. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I introduced myself. That Michael K. <laughs> no All names. All right. <laughs> Elliot Prickson. Dicks. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, mate. Good. Uh, I was good. I was good. No, no, I had a bit of a conund- I had a bit of a conundrum today as I was at work, and you know when you're leaning on your desk and you're just staring into space. Yeah. And what was um, getting to me was what is a tog? A tog. Yeah. The thickness of your bed sheet. Yeah, <laughs> but what is it? Uh, is it a, like a, a metric measurement? It is, but what what is it? I don't understand. Is what it the it, thickness of the sheet in measurement? It's how it me- re- retains temperature, but I don't understand it. And oh, I was cool. just thinking for about half an hour, well, what is a tog? <laughs> like I, initially, I thought that there was a certain amount of togs inside the lining, and I was just like, oh, cool. Well, what is a tog then? Um, stay tuned for more uh, uh, tepid conversations. <laughs> We've got a uh, content like this on the fucking phone for the next hour. You're Shit, on the phone. Knew it. Teddy's ringing me. Look at this. <laughs> You're on the phone. I don't know what a tog, tog is. You've c- proclaimed yourself as the voice of the people. <laughs> You're just, was, sit- You're just uh, this is our in a laundry room. <laughs> the, the, the voice of the people is coming out of the laundry room. Mate, it's I was trying to downhill. Listen, I had tog in my head. I had fruit being delivered, and I had a phone call. It's, it's too much for me to. What do you mean you've got fruit being? You got? I can't take much more of this. <laughs> you got a late night Ocado subscription or something? Twenty twenty one's gone to shit already. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty six, guys. For our ten <laughs> listeners, this is the voice of Tepid Topic. <laughs> Absolutely. Please uh, email us at tepidtopics at gmail.com if you know what a fucking tog is. Aye. <laughs> so it's the temperature which it retains its temperature. It's, it's the measurement of the uh, temperature that it can retain. Right. Ah. So I, but I thought that's why I've... you get a higher tog in winter because it keeps it warmer. Yeah, but I right. thought it wasn't like a scale and it was like a physical thing. So your actual duvet had togs in it. And I was just like, well, mine's 13 and a half. So what does half a tog look like? <laughs> Give us How do they tog. distribute those togs yeah. evenly <laughs> around the whole duvet? Before I see half a tog. <laughs> is the half a tog at the bottom of the duvet where your feet is? Or did they put it where the head is? <laughs> These are the questions of life, mate. Oh, I'd, I'd feel you. Liam, take it's it like, I often struggle with what a flugel binder is. What is a flugel flugel binder? The little piece of plastic that goes on the end of your shoelace. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What about the end? What about the end of your hoodie drawstrings? Is that the same thing? Yeah, they're like togs, aren't they? No, they're flugel binders. Flugel binders. You get mixed up with your own analogies. 
with your own lexicons. <laughs> for, Mike, for those... me off. I want to know what the dog is now. I can't concentrate. For those who are listening, we've already been just chatting for an hour and a half yeah, on be... Zoom before this. We've lost the plot. <laughs> we've already lost it before this. Like... <laughs> Normally, I've what, like 20-minute catch-up and then go for it. We've been here for 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then realise, we... oh, yeah, we should probably start this thing. We've <laughs> It's already derailed like three hours ago before this podcast. So, oh, on that like a, on that on that tog <laughs> note, right? Do you know what? Do you know how they measure a Scoville unit? You know, like the spiciness. Yeah. No. But tell me anyway. I think I've told you this before, Dixon. I like hearing it. Tell me again. So they measure Scoville, um, and so like you say, you get. Uh, the Scoville City Go. <laughs> Scoville Octavia. <laughs> so the Scoville unit, so you say so you get uh, seventy five thousand on the Scoville unit, that means it's you can taste the the spice in seventy five thousand drops of water. Oh, okay. And like the highest Things on the Scoville scale, you could taste it in. So, like, whatever the well, highest. I mean, some of them were. They, they had one that was like seven million. So yeah, that's, yeah. So you can taste that in, in seven million of, drops yeah, of water. And that's in like yeah. a bath of water. You'd be able to taste it. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. Like, so, yeah, one little sip of a <laughs> yeah. of bath water, which obviously we do regularly. We <laughs> often... Belle Delphine's Belle spicy, Delphine bath water. spicy bath water. It's, it's the, if you go on her OnlyFans, it's the, it's, the, it's the water with the three chilies next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the water with the three chilies. <laughs> but they, they do a similar thing for sharks, though, don't they? When they can... <laughs> What, how many sharks like you can taste in the water? How many chilies can you taste in a bath full of sharks? No one's ever got beyond two. Um, <laughs> how uh, oh, sharks can taste blood in the water from fucking miles away? Oh, they use the Scoville rating. <laughs> Not the Scoville rating. <laughs> <laughs> the hemoglobin <laughs> scale. <laughs> oh dear Christ! What's actually a man not so <laughs> in South Africa? And he actually survived an attack from two great white sharks at the same time because the silly bastards headbutted each other, so he we went flying and he swam back to shore. <laughs> So Mike, he's not wrong there. Where he said no one survived more than two two sharks next to a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any more than two, and you're fucked. It's I've a just friend. been handed a lie cheat, boys. A lie cheat. Stop like telling lie-tree. us about your fucking dinner. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> why, are eating, why are you eating now on the podcast? You've been here for an hour and a half because you kept me chatting, you sexy babes. <laughs> I missed out on lychees. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I missed out on lychees. The most middle class bastard. Who's eating lychees for tea? I've never tried one before. Yes, I'm just sat in my house using lychees. <laughs> With a knife and fork. <laughs> I bet you haven't, even, you haven't even chopped them up, have you? Your mum did it. <laughs> I ain't got any fingers. 
<laughs> right, Liam, oh, please Christ. fucking help. Right. Right. What yeah. topics do yeah, you, you have don't this know. Week? You don't know my personal circumstances, Michael. <laughs> do not judge me. <laughs> oh, oh, right, so the, the topics this week are... I've... <laughs> Shut up, Dick. Shut up with your light cheese, man. I've got... <laughs> I have got... <laughs> What the fuck do I have? No, I've got... <laughs> I've got gulag. <laughs> You've killed him. Mikey, what have you got? Um, I've, I've got superstitions. Very superstitious. Dick's can't even speak. I don't know what he's got. Dix has got the lie cheese. I've got <laughs> <laughs> this all came about this all came about because the other night you said <laughs> enjoy your dinner and you were like yeah I'm making goulash <laughs> we like yeah send us some pictures <laughs> now and you've made me research goulash it's become a non-fungible tepid I love it <laughs> you've made me research goulash because I had it for tea the other night that's how this podcast yeah. works yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know by now, but this, um, yeah, that's how we pick the topics. If, if you met... haven't picked up on the fact that we do, we don't know what we're doing after the last five minutes, <laughs> it is podcast not for you. Oh, right, who wants to go? <laughs> who wants to go first? Well, as as you... no, Kieran <laughs> My is, flatmate's in. is behind Mikey. What's well, he saying? We've only just started it, mate. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. No. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, your weekly dose of Kieran on the podcast. <laughs> Kieran's interruptions. Kieran's I'll go first. Interruptions. Oh. What have you got? Then, <laughs> we need that soundbite and we swag going. I <laughs> <laughs> shouted at this PC or something. Yeah, hey, did you hear me? Just asked <laughs> how long, how much longer are you recording the podcast for? <laughs> so I just started. <laughs> <laughs> <And> fucking what? <laughs> We've been on here chatting shit for hours. Right, Dixon, tell us I'll about go. tornadoes. I will do this. So tornadoes. Do you remember boys when we were in high school and we all wanted to be storm chasers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? They were good times. They were, mate. They were really good times. I do remember quite... in, in school, sorry to jump in so early, you know, like in the corner of, of the buildings where you get them like leaf and crisp packet tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was our inspiration for wanting it to be storm chasers. Running around the playground, yeah. after a packet of knickknacks. Like, Fucking hell, get a load of this. Got on the lower playground where Tick Corridor metals, that's rogue <laughs> Vinny corner. That's... It's right on top of us, bloody hell. <laughs> the crisp packet's in my mouth. <laughs> I'm in the eye of the storm, surrounded by quavers. I don't know why we're doing Just all the accents for this, but it, it seems to work. Yeah, it's, it's not Australian at all, is it? <laughs> right, it's tornado. Yeah. So, bit of background, mate. <laughs> Uh, the US experiences the highest number of tornadoes on Earth. Did you know? So there's around about <clears throat> there's around about two thousand tornadoes a year that occur, and about twelve hundred of them occur annually just in America. So they're quite quite prejudiced. You know what I mean? 
quite <laughs> tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, quite. A hell of a lot of prejudice against American tornadoes. The numbers don't lie. Right. I read that tornadoes didn't exist until <laughs> Biden came into office. <laughs> is is that true or is that just an agenda pushed by right wing politics? <laughs> I think Trump cleared them up, didn't he? Like there was yeah. no tornadoes under Trump. <laughs> I think yeah. Think and he made the tornadoes pay for the damage as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll shoot the tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he, I think he got rid of them, mate. <laughs> yeah, got sorry. So what are tornadoes? What are tornadoes? They are rotating, funnel-shaped clouds that extend from a thunderstorm to the ground, and they have whirling winds that can reach up to 300 miles an hour. <laughs> they can also be a mile wide, which, you know... That's a big one. Mikey knows about width, doesn't he? I mean, that's why. <laughs> What's that on the tog scale? I, I am the, I am clearly the specialist on, on girth. It's my... my <laughs> If I was to go on Mastermind, <laughs> that's my specialties. Yeah, yeah, that's girth with a capital Earth. In case you didn't know, and they could also be fifty miles long, which is a you know a fucking ridiculous area. And I did have a little caveat to that in brackets, saying do some Mikey maths. I didn't do any Mikey maths, so I've let myself oh, down. Man. I do apologise. I forgot to go back to that. So basically, they occur when a warm fucking tornado. <laughs> yeah. They occur when a warm front meets a cold front, forming a thunderstorm. Mm. And most of them actually travel from southwest to northeast. But being the slimy cunts that they are, some of them can even backtrack on themselves. <laughs> Just keep, they are the natural disaster that keep you guessing, basically. <clears throat> It'd be a boring episode of Storm Chasers, though, if you knew where it was going yeah. like you have to add that risk on is it going to turn back and gobble your fucking yeah exactly god's ram <laughs> I, wonder, I don't know how how many sharks they'd be on the scoville scale with a tornado but they'd be up there <laughs> the we, we've seen sharknado sharknado <laughs> no 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 we're getting to that oh, later no. Oh, no, 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 no. spoilers <laughs> Fucking spoilers, guns. <laughs> <laughs> so they strike predominantly along Tornado Alley. Where is Tornado Alley? California. Rock me with your geography, boys. No, Kansas. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, so basically, yeah, anything between Western Texas all the way up to like North Dakota is Tornado Alley because they think anyway it occurs because of the arable land there and the dry polar air that comes from Canada and meets the warm, moist tropical air that comes from the Gulf of Mexico. So that's what they, why they think it occurs there. Right. Rock like, like rock my world fully and tell me at what time of the day do they most likely occur? <laughs> uh... 5pm. Mm. Very good. That's in there, yeah. That's in the time frame. We'll give you that nice <laughs> one. Yeah. That's also in there. Well done, <laughs> Is the answer any time between midnight and the next midnight? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> between between the hours of 3pm to 7pm. <laughs> that is one point apiece for Gerard P.K. and Rodney St. James. They occur <laughs> between 3pm and 9pm. Oh. And they occur in the southern states of the US, mainly between March and May, but more than northern states between June and August. So they get you right on your commute back from work. I told you, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Trapped in rush hour. Oh, there's a tornado. 
not yeah. getting over tea. Yeah, you, you start in your car listening to your favourite podcast type of topics and a tornado comes. It couldn't be a much worse creature, could it? That is potentially the worst way to go. <laughs> I know, Whilst yeah. listening to it. facts about tornadoes. <laughs> that is the three the three T's of death. Tepid <laughs> traffic tornado. That's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, a, there was a good little question as I like to you know sometimes find on Google and uh, I actually wrote here made me laugh oh bloody hell um, so the question was <laughs> the question was what would happen if two tornadoes collide and some dry motherfucker replied to this guy this person who clearly just wanted to know what would happen if two tornadoes collide and the answer was word for word yes when two tornadoes meet, they merge into a single tornado. Oh. They... Is it... <laughs> what else were you expecting? I thought we might well, cancel each just... other out. If one goes, yeah, one, I mean... if one goes anti-clockwise, <laughs> or do they all go clockwise or anti-clockwise? Yeah, I thought there was going to be loads of stuff to do with, like, yeah, wind speed and angle of tilt and which, you know, like Liam said, clockwise, anti-clockwise and super tornado. They merge into a single tornado. So cheers to whoever did Right, that cleared out. Hmm. So, some tornado records, boys. Are you ready? What do you think the widest tornado was ever recorded? Uh, one mile and a half. Close. Um, Your girth here of tornadoes. I think, uh, being the girth meister, I'm going to go for three miles. Yeah, very good. One more point to Jared PK. 2.6 miles. Ooh. It was uh, 2013 in Oklahoma. Bloody hell. So the worst day, I wanted to like stay away from you know death and all that because it's fucking horrible, but the worst day that was ever recorded in a, in America, <laughs> guess how many tornadoes touched out in one day? Sorry, you just wanted to stay away from death because it's horrible. <laughs> what is horrible? You're not going to talk like that. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna focus on the tornadoes. <laughs> How many tornadoes? We're all dying, mate. I don't know if you know that. How many tornadoes? It's not true. <laughs> in one day, one day, it occurred on April the twenty seventh in twenty eleven. How many tornadoes touched down in one day? Do they play in the NFL? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tornado alley tornadoes have touched down again. <laughs> I'm impressed you know what a touchdown is, mate. Very impressed. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bonus. 15. 15. 70. 70. 207. What? Yeah, in one fucking day. Stormface had a good day that day. Yeah, they, they you know, they got space for overtime that day, didn't they? <laughs> So, tornadoes have touched down on every continent by one. What continent have they not touched down on? Uh, oh, um, Europe. No. Australia. No. Australasia. Surely it's uh, Antarctica. Well done, Mikey. It's Antarctica. Antarctica. Said it after the fact, so it is it is still... Well, no, because I thought you were going to trickery, <laughs> wickery me and be like, <laughs> actually, there's been an... <laughs> An ice nado. <laughs> An ice nado. Don't give shark nado directors any more ideas. <laughs> Shut up. We'll get into that. <laughs> so, any, any of our listeners heard of a film called Shark Nado? Have you seen it, Liam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh my god! Right, last question. What was the fastest wind speed recorded? Do you think? Ooh, um... Is this miles per hour or kilometers? Miles per hour. So picture Liam in his Scoville going down the M1. <laughs> Driving down in his Scoville Octavia. He's listening to Tepid Topic Factors about tornadoes. And he's suddenly whooshed off the M25. Um, 220 miles an hour. Oh, Jesus. 150 miles an hour. Oof, very close, Liam. Very close. Mikey, 301 miles an hour. Fucking hell. 301 and it occurred in arguably I think they pretty much said it was one of the they think it was even faster actually but that's only as fast as they measured it and it was I think one of the worst tornadoes that ever occurred because of where it occurred and it was on the it was it's called May the third tornado and it happened in 1999 at Bridge Creek Moor was the area it occurred and in America fucking horrible absolutely horrible so there's a little cool term that um, you guys you guys have seen the film Twister haven't you uh, yeah, with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman and the Van Halen song on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've heard great. it. <laughs> <laughs> and they <laughs> Dorothy, the thing that they're going to try use to measure tornadoes. You've seen it, Liam? Mm. <laughs> Don't know. I'm pretty sure you have, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure we used to joke in those three and pretend we were the film. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> you've you've seen one film about tornadoes, though, Neil. I think it involves some sort of sea life. <laughs> <laughs> Shamu <Yeah>. Nado. <laughs> <laughs> Would put a different spin on Free Willy, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. So there's a turn on there. For when people think it's like there's a bit of like a misnomer about it when like a tornado like dissipates and you think it's done but it's not because that's the thing about the Jeffrey it comes back around <laughs> and it comes back into the great reference and, there uh, anyone listening? It, it's like it, it's called the cone of silence <laughs> imagine the third thing in that the cone of silence <laughs> and uh, basically it isn't as cool as that when you think a thing dissipates, it's actually got a really dull fucking meaning, which I'm going to explain to you now. So it's basically when like the Doppler machine can't tilt more than 19.5 degrees. <laughs> so basically the patches on the radar, you, they can't tell, they can't, you know, work out the data for the weather. So basically it's just unavailable and that's what the cone of silence is. So it's not actually that cool. So to mitigate that, guess what they do? They just switch to another Doppler and measure the bit that that Doppler can't measure. So then that bit that that Doppler can't measure, they just use Doppler to measure that bit that that Doppler can't measure. And anyone familiar with this will uh, know about the Doppler effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, I was on this website. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, what, what, what do you call, call a research, <laughs> research centre full of Doppler machines? <laughs> it's a doppelganger. <laughs> right, carry on. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this website, Mikey, it wasn't quite Pork 101 as per that's the gold <laughs> standard. It was a, a little website about the cone of silence, and he actually, the, the guy or gal who I think it was a guy, because I think I tried to find him on him 
some more of his other journal articles <laughs> to, see, to see if he's this much of a facetious cunt in other articles as well. And he ended his article, and I'm going to phrase again. So the next time you come across this spooky-looking phenomenon, don't fret. It's not the upside down trying to burst through into our world. It simply is the cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> so is that why they can't measure? What can they measure through that? So basically, it's not when a tornado like disappears and then comes back uh, around like the Jeffrey. <clears throat> basically, it's just when a Doppel machine, it can't tilt more than 19.5 degrees. So therefore, it can't get any data on the weather. So, like, uh, imagine it's measuring this massive tornado, but then as soon as the tornado hits 19.5 degrees, the tornado disappears no. off the weather radar. <laughs> so all they do now is just get another Doppler machine to measure that bit. Because, yeah, as you do. Why don't they just create, like, one that goes further than 19.5? you think, or, mate, wouldn't you? But that's above my knowledge. <laughs> wouldn't they be able to, like, spray paint it? And yeah. then they wouldn't lose it. It would just be like a rainbow tornado. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, if you, I, I, if you yeah, threw yeah. paint at it, I mean, obviously everything in its path then does look like it's been jizzed on by a smurf. But <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't lose it, would you? No, not at all, because you'd just be able to sit on your hill and go, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's an accurate reading. Paint they Paint <laughs> I like that analogy, Mikey. I love it. I love it. So I was expecting you guys to ask what the hell is a Doppler radar. So I found out. Well, you're fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Ellie, what is a Doppler radar? Well, it's going to get a bit sciencey here, so I'm probably going to balls it up so Liam, our resident professor, can tell us what it probably means. So basically a Doppler (laughs) radar uses the Doppler effect to produce velocity data about objects at a distance. So basically what it does is it bounces a microwave signal off a desired target. So in this instance, a red tornado from Smurfjiz and analyzes how the object's motion has altered the frequency of the return signal. Right. And don't ask me to do it anymore because I'm doing what I do in all my exams and just revise what the answer is and not have a fucking clue what it means. So. <laughs> it's, it's basically radar, but just for ground. Yeah. Cool. I couldn't, um, I couldn't tell you anymore, mate. <laughs> I really couldn't. <laughs> well, the do- the Doppler on. effect, isn't it? It's like when the, when a, a police car or an ambulance goes f- like f- in front of you to behind you, the sound changes. That's the Doppler yeah. effect. And the faster it goes, the more Doppels. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think it's similar. I don't, <laughs> don't agree with that. I just said something purely <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> You're not even listening. I am just listening. agreeing. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a tog is, oh, yeah, but I know a doppel isn't a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was just thinking, because I'm pretty sure we did something about the Doppler effect in terms of, you know, when you perceive objects from a distance that they look the same height as something that's, you know objects how you perceive in different the mirror, Objects in the mirror are <laughs> appearing closer than they actually are. <laughs> That was a nice little meatloaf reference there, mate. I'm proud of you. God, you've got me going tonight, mate. You're talking NFL and me, a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy St. James has you got me doing the most Midwestern American <laughs> trash. <laughs> You're talking about meatloaf in the NFL again. Oh, that's my kind of boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll, uh, 
I'll get back to you maybe on another episode about what maybe we should do one on the Doppler effect because <laughs> I ain't a clue. Guess what your topic is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buggers. <laughs> so how are tornadoes measured? We nearly finished. Uh, they now use the enhanced Fajita scale. So sorry. something's actually changed. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> actually changed. <laughs> sorry, you can't no, measure it in fajitas. <laughs> It was the Fujita scale, if I said that right, but now it's the advanced, enhanced Fujita scale. And it's measured from zero to five, and it's based on wind speed and estimated damage severity amongst other variables. They just make some nice, tasty fajitas, throw them in the tornado and see how many come back up. I'm not going to lie. I think last night I had a, fajita, a chicken fajita for tea and there was considerable damage to my bathroom today. <laughs> it would have been a five. <laughs> That's what he says, it enhance fajita scale. <laughs> I promise you. Um, so to end with, as promised... If you want a franchise that's better than the MCU, look no further than Sharknado. Yeah! Sharknado. How many Sharknado films are the boys? This is the winner. The winner takes it all. Whoever gets this right. If they get it right, they're going to get some lentil crisps. (laughs) I say four. Four. I'm going to go for the the perfect trilogy. It's three. No, sorry, boys. The lentil crisps are staying in the cupboard. How many are we talking? It is six. The six. Yes, I'm going to fucking name them all to you now. Are you fucking ready for this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So we have Sharknado. (laughs) Sharknado 2, the second one. I mean, they really thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) See, that? I told you, they cut it there. That is the perfect trilogy. It's like a lethal weapon. Just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. Oh. Genius. Even oh, that no. wasn't wasted on me. I got that one. <laughs> Sharknado 5. <laughs> Global Swarming. <laughs> My favourite one, because obviously they knew they had to stop. Was the last Sharknado? It's about time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Is that not the best franchise you've never heard of or what? (laughs) It's about time we sacked this off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd love it if you just, number seven, we lied. We need to to have a whole day of watching Sharknado films. Yes, yes, we do. I've only seen the first one and it was amazing. (laughs) It it, obviously amazing in you know in terms of how shite it was. It was just amazing. And I've seen I think I I might have missed one off actually. I'm positive. (laughs) I've seen on Dave there's a crossover between Sharknado. There is, I was about to ask you that there's a crossover with something. I'm positive there's a Sharknado versus Croc. Yeah. Croc, somebody says Croc. Croctopus. <laughs> yeah. Sharknado versus Croctopus. 
No, really, I just made that up. That might be it. You <laughs> know. Please tell me, oh, no. please tell me the Croctopus doesn't exist, because I will not sleep tonight. Sharknado versus what's it? Sharktopus. Oh no, Sharknado versus Crocosaurus. That apparently happened. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if these are live or not. Sharknado versus Lava What the hell is that? Sharknado oh, versus what? Lava Lantula. Some of these are lies. Oh, Some that is bad. But they could have gone with Tarantulava. For fuck's sake. No, I don't think it's the same thing. I think it's Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, but Google's just, you know. Mega Shark. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was a different. Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus on Mega Shark. What's a Crocosaurus? <laughs> oh, mate, I've seen a clip of it. It's just like, imagine a massive crocodilian, but it's like a T Rex. <laughs> it's a cro- Crocosaurus Rex. <laughs> it's like, it's this massive crocodile. <laughs> the ultimate apex predator. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. Lake Placid? Yeah! yeah! That reminds me of that. <laughs> I love that film. Fucking amazing. The thing with, right, I was like, funnily enough, I was on this conversation with my family the other day because I was trying to compare. Have you guys seen Deep Blue Sea? Mm, no. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, it's a sim- Deep Blue Sea is basically these scientists work on an offshore research lab, researching scientists, and obviously Samuel Jackson's in it. It's amazing. And uh, basically, the, it gets overrun <laughs> by a big storm, and naturally, the sharks go mental everywhere and start killing people, and, you know, it's about surviving. But the sharks are learning because they're smart and, like, start swimming backwards and can jump out the water like three oh, months. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was a bit, like, far-fetched but it's pretty good but like we were having this debate over like those films but Lake Placid was real yes. like it was a lake where a woman fed it her husband yeah, and, and cows and cows yeah I mean what's what you know what's not real about that like you know it's a bit I mean, more believable than a megalodon yeah, yeah. and it had Bill Pullman in it I mean Independence Day. Come on, he knows what he's on about. (laughs) Is that that where your fear of crocodiles came from, mate? No, mate, my fear of crocodiles come from the fact that they are survival. Mate, they've been here since the dinosaurs, and no one's even caring about that. (laughs) So so have hagfish. (laughs) 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 Why? Why? Why would you remind me of them? Why? (laughs) Like. This little meteorite came to Earth and destroyed life. No, no, no. Not crocodiles. I mean, they eat their own young, mate, if they're going to die. Mate, they're built to survive. Look at the fuckers. <laughs> you, you don't Sharks have respect. Sharks have respect because they want to get into a tornado and go for a ride. Not crocs. <laughs> <laughs> not the crocs. <laughs> not the crocs. But yeah, I like, like, like Plastic is good shouting it. Yeah, oh, good film, that. I love it. And uh, if anybody was wondering, like my little song segment, Little Big Town Tornadoes, nice little tune. There you go. Right. Wicked. <laughs> All about uh, Dorothy getting lost in. Um, in what's the <laughs> We're face? not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Down the yellow brick road via a tornado. I must admit, I've only seen that film like once, so. Well, and we went to see Wicked, thought... mate. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's another memory I've blanked out <laughs> I just think the fucking Wizard of Oz is just nightmare fuel like <laughs> yeah. in, in no way should you ever subject your children to having to watch blue flying monkeys who are evil 
I remember playing I, in in year seven. My the first school production was the Wiz, <laughs> right? And I had to play a Munchkin and a Blue Flying Monkey. And there was a there was a dance. I don't know if I mentioned this on the pod before, but there was a dance that I had to do uh, as a as a Blue Flying Monkey. And uh, we I was on the front row with three people dance doing this dance. There was like a point where I st- I had to turn around and crouch down. I forgot I forgot to stand back up and turn around and my mum was like my mum I could hear her in the crowd going Liam turn around and I was like oh fuck <laughs> everyone else is like doing the next moves of the dance and I'm just still crouched on the on the bloody stage floor <laughs> it was Woodrow one of the productions I had um, at school I can't remember what it was I think it was just a Christmas play like we were all in the class you know you're all gathered in there before you go on yeah. and we're all in there yeah. and for some reason all the girls were doing high kicks <laughs> and I did one and I kicked this girl in the face bear in mind she's in five minutes time she has to go on stage and she's eyes full of tears so Amber Adams if you're listening I'm sorry <laughs> 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 I didn't mean it. Tepid apologies, that's what we need to start. <laughs> that could be a long list. Could, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that I was I'd left school at that point was even more concerning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um... <laughs> uh, joke. I just <laughs> Oh dear. Right, do you want to do you want to do your topic, Schmikes? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm feeling. Ooh, ooh what's that? Ooh, I'm feeling superstitious, boys. Very superstitious. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. For any, anyone listening, we we went giddy about. An hour ago, so the writing's on the wall. It <laughs> <laughs> would have been better if Stevie did that version. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Stevie, don't have the voice of an angel, have some dulcet tones instead. <laughs> I'll sing it again at the end, don't worry. Um, so to kick things off, I went with the top five strangest UK um superstitions. So, I think. We've we will know a few, don't we? Would you like to name some for me now, please? Thank you. Uh, I can't think of <laughs> yeah, just all super. I mean, guys. I'm not letting oh. loose on any of my particulars because then you'll just laugh at me. So they might not be UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Dick- what are the Dixon superstitions? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Swing a ball for crocodiles before you poop. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me, I saw a woman earlier on the news, right? She has five pet crocodiles in her house, the mad bitch. Oh. I'll Honestly. tell you what was even worse. If Honestly. you go on to Sky News and press the offbeat section, and I like to see the zany news. <laughs> in Birmingham, there was a house raided, and they found 80 uh, alligator heads. What the fuck? What, just the heads? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if they were using them as ornaments or, or like, like taxidermy or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, what the fuck, man! So, oh, that's a bit. That's too. That's too rogue for me. That <laughs> superstitions, Mike. You, you step on a crack, you break your mum's back. I s- step on my mum's crack. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Christ, oh my. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, we've all stepped on. It's good for a back. Um, <laughs> I think the Bayesian Stoke version of your superstition was slightly different. Liam's Mancunian version is, you know, step on your mum's crack, break a back. Wait. I don't even know what the line is. Fuck off. My <laughs> step on your mum's crack is good for a bag. Yeah, like it's just step on your mum's crack. Uh, right. Um, obviously, you've got ones like walking under a ladder. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. Um, help, health and safety reasons more than anything. Um, uh, don't smash mirrors. That's another one. Is it seven years oh, really? bad luck? Yeah. 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 Um, so the top five strangest ones. Is that like one when you say cheers, you've got to look into the person's eyes, otherwise it's like... Yeah, cheers, and that cheers, was, bad, that bad was originally a thing because to prove that you hadn't put poison in the other person's drink. Ooh. Oh, really? Because so, you're making you eye contact with them. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> That's quite cool, that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so seven years of bad coited. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> Um, so number one for the strangest English one was uh, when eating a boiled egg and you are finished push the spoon through the bottom of the empty shell to let the devil out (laughs) I always do that I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) which brings a new meaning to deviled eggs let's play Uh, devil's egg (laughs) that's one each this episode <laughs> if uh, anyone's interested in becoming a host of Tepid Topics, please let us know. <laughs> Roddy is um, leaving the building but, after this. So, is, is there any guesses as to why you think you have to put a hole in the bottom of your egg to let the devil out? Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell you, mate. Um, chickens are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it answers the question what came first, the chicken or the egg? No, the devil. <laughs> um, well, Saint Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the bonus secret answer, Saint Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Right. So the party is because with hard-boiled eggs, the smell of the yolk uh, smells slightly sulf- like sulfur and reminds the devil of home, which, as we all know, is flat six bastard street hell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where Mikey is currently residing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> the there is an ancient British um, superstition that um, if a child is to ride upon the be- back of a bear, it'll be protected from whooping cough. Dudes, I mean, would you chance? Would you chance riding a bear? Just well, what's a whooping cough? That shit's horrible. <laughs> I thought potentially it was all about uh, statistics manipulation because the cause of the death would not be the cough. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I told God. you he tried to ride that bay. He died. He died. He got mauled to death. It was the whooping cough. <laughs> um, apparently, if uh, your right palm is itching, it mm. com- it means you're coming into money. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if I always come into money, <laughs> I don't know where else you'd come. If your le- left palm is itchy, <laughs> money will be getting paid out. Yeah, right to what? right was it? Right to receive, left to leave. Ah, yeah. yeah. But I, I beg the question as what does it mean regarding your financial status if your entirety of your crotch burns? Um, <laughs> and, and if if, <laughs> if your genitals being itchy will have an effect on your bank account. Um, I see that joke's not gone down as well as I intended it to. <laughs> And the frequency at which I say that sentence per episode is becoming increasingly. (laughs) No, no, mate, you just you caught me off guard because we're in an itchy palms are burning loins. Well, if if your fucking palms are itchy, what does it mean if your cocks are itchy? Surely that means something like, oh, you'll be credited with a loan in your favour or something. I was hoping you had an answer for me. Um. And this came from um, an old um, Saxon superstition <laughs> where they would rub silver coins on, on the palms um, to cure diseases. Right. Not sure yeah. whether they had, did the same with the crotch, but... Um, <laughs> it does beg the question. Were the Saxons the first people to receive money in their crotches just like they do at strip bars? Answers on a postcard. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell! Right, this is hard. this is hard work. I spent all Saturday doing this. You ungrateful cunts! <laughs> I love it. I appreciate it. I love it. If you. <laughs> If you spill any salt, you have to throw a pinch over your left shoulder. <laughs> Just like dumb and dumb. What? <laughs> oh, dumb and dumb. <laughs> Harry, you spilled the salt. <laughs> oh, so when he chucks it and hits, hits T-Bass behind him. Yeah, it's just him and it'd be a pinch and he just gets the salt shake and goes... <laughs> so... Fuck this me. is, this is uh, because salt uh, was a, a, a sign of friendship as it's like preserving and long-lasting. Oh. And during the uh, Roman time, some soldiers were actually paid in salt. Oh, right. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool because obviously it keeps for quite a while. So if you spill it, it you, you know, you're effectively spending your money. So obviously the only sensible thing to do is throw more of it away. <laughs> Would, um, Damn it, I can't afford anything. Would they have been quite salty about that? Fact number four. <laughs> no, we're on number five. Let's see. Yep. Why I, mate? Ooh, I love them black cats. No, I'm not about Sunderland AFC. I am talking about the feline kind. <laughs> 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 the, 
worst part is that wasn't even with my notes. I just that was not that. Sunderland. That was totally Whitley Bay, mate. Come on. Why, <laughs> why, why I? So, black cats throughout history has been seen as mysterious and demonic. And in, yeah. in there were occasions where there were large-scale massacres where they would burn them. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> a bit much. Yeah. Um, so, if a black cat crosses your path it um is bad luck and maybe a sign that um it, you know is going to lead to death yeah. and as my uh, my joke for yeah, this one, just one. just just so you know to laugh at this but is uh, uh a black cat crossing your path may lead to death or bad luck <laughs> especially if you're in the in middle of the amazon jungle because, because it would be a jaguar. <laughs> that's really explanation. And I think you find that that's funny because <laughs> these segments are becoming my favourite every week. Can you put an explainer on every <laughs> on every joke that you're now going to do, please, in the future? <laughs> Well, I I felt that, you know, sometimes with my delivery of my segments has sometimes fallen flat. No, mate, you're just ahead of me and... You're ahead of me and Pink Docky. You're just ahead of us. Well, I thought it takes us a while for the penny to drop, mate. Don't take that as... uh, as, <laughs> so we we've uh, covered the UK. Um, so let's t- take a trip around the world. It's uh, fact number one. Is that is, uh, fact number one? <laughs> we- <laughs> I'm fucking sick of doing this podcast. <laughs> That's the sweet spot. That's where we aim to get to every week. <laughs> you see how long it takes to break somebody. <laughs> right. Um, in France, if you step in dog shit, it is considered good luck if you do it with your left foot. Oh, right. So someone accidentally steps in dog shit and it's the right foot. They're just going to splat it with the left foot. Well, Best so... Treading it. I started digging and I, I think I uh, came on to a poo-spiracy here. So right. in the 1982, where um, Chirac was the president of France, he um, started some legislation and funding for a scheme um and basically they put mobile pooper scoopers on the road um so obviously here in england you get those little one-man vehicles with the bristles on that go around sweeping um their equivalent of that would they had their like (laughs) motocross like dirt bikes with a big vacuum cleaner on the back um called Caninettes. Yeah. Um, and what I reckon they were doing was actually stealing all the dog poo, putting it in a warehouse, and then jumping in it with the left foot. <laughs> um, but yeah, they weren't. They they weren't so lucky because in two thousand and one they, they were banned as. It said something like eighty six percent of the general public thought they had no effect whatsoever. Um, 
and they actually just made dog shitting on the pavement illegal instead. I mean, who would have thought that was a better solution? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Bloody common sense. <laughs> um, dear, I'm just glad they didn't have to roll out the human it, if I'm honest. <laughs> Um, yeah. Number two, we're talking about some Canadian superstition here. So one Canada thing is pregnant mothers who are craving fish who do not fulfill fill their desires to eat said fish will in turn end up having a baby delivered that has a fish head, fish head, oh. a fishy head. It has a head of head of fish. <laughs> nice piece of haddock that comes out. <laughs> it's there a is herring. No... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's one. Right. Um, so we're, we're going to Russia now. Oh, get ready, get ready. If if you wear your clothes inside out in Russia, apparently it invites a beating. <laughs> <laughs> invites. And, uh, all I have for the next bit was probably because you look like a cunt. <laughs> Just tags all over the place. <laughs> Beat him! And then, yeah. and then we were talking talking about this with one of my colleagues, and she said there was a nineties uh, hip hop group called Crisscross, right. and it was like two. Two teenage kids, but their gimmick was to wear their clothes inside out. Yeah. Or like back to front. Uh, or, yeah, that was like the hip thing, wasn't it? Don't try to compare us to another boy, Ben. <laughs> yeah, absolute massive. <laughs> 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 That's the only line I know from Chris I Cross. I didn't know you were such a big fan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See them live. I better never go to Russia. I always wear my clothes inside out. <laughs> You will invite a beating. Don't try and wear that house coat of yours, Liam. In fact, you'll invite a beating without wearing your coat, without wearing your clothes. (laughs) You just open your mouth. I just have one of those faces, I think. (laughs) Stone him! (laughs) So, this time we're taking a trip to China! And... China. (laughs) China. Turning over a fully cooked fish on the plate will result in the capsizing of the fishing boat that caught it. <laughs> Fair dues. Um, yeah. So, on, on paper, how big was the fucking fish that sunk the Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> who fucking flipped it? <laughs> who flipped that fish? Oh, the God. real cause of this title. Just realised, Mikey. I just thought of the most. Famous Someone just flipped a beluga whale by accident. <laughs> you thought of what, Dix? The most famous superstition that we've not mentioned. What? The laces were in. The laces. Were <laughs> the laces. <laughs> yes, right. The conspiracy of uh, Ray, Ray Finkel in Ace Ventura <laughs> missing the winning kick because his laces were out. Um, it's real man if you're ready for this next fact let's have a gander and take a trip to Rwanda in (laughs) Rwanda if you eat goat 
it causes facial hair growth and stubbornness. <laughs> Liam, how was the half a goat you managed to eat? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one wispy beard. <laughs> that is one ounce of stubborn. Some right would there, say man. one wispy goatee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's where that came from. Mm. Good point. Um, right, so the uh, the final fact: we're taking a trip to Scandinavia, um, where leaving keys on your table is bandanavia. Yeah, it's it's bad luck to leave your keys on the table because <laughs> your cat will get nicked or something, or like your house. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, what the fuck is that I, seal noise? <laughs> yeah, you know when you're having a shower and you run your hands down the sh- <laughs> down, down the sh- glass, the glass shower. There's <laughs> not. There's nothing left in me, boys. That's just fucking air. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's underneath. <laughs> I've never said how much I hate Because if I haven't, I want to make it very clear right now the disgust I have for both of you. <laughs> the worst part is that that wasn't in my notes either. So live at the Apollo, if you are listening, I've just demonstrated my improv skills on more than one occasion. Oh, right, so... Oh, leaving keys on the table in Sweden is how prostitutes mark themselves as available. Oh. Right. And when somebody wanted uh, to coitus yes it's a coitus then... <laughs> <laughs> one coitus please <laughs> when when somebody wanted uh, uh, just one sex um, the prostitute would pick the keys up and I imagine would unlock the booth huh. so there you no. go don't leave your keys on, on the table that's like the Scandinavian <laughs> version of dropping the soap ah right so yes that was superstitions um of some around the world and obviously the most famous one stevie wonder the writing's (laughs) on the wall (laughs) but a month baby something something words (laughs) beautiful mate thanks i liked it yeah me too superstitions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear, it's all going to get go downhill from here because we've got goulash to talk about. <laughs> it's going to get a lot drier from here, <laughs> ironically. Me, yes. Can, can I you were like, your eyes. I really need a wee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you said get... things are going to get drier, you were, you were wrong. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm on the verge of moistening my seat. So. <laughs> right, I'll pause the podcast, I'll pause <laughs> And we're pausing. <laughs> and we are unpaused. That was some <clears throat> wee-wees have been had. How's your week been, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pleased to know I didn't moisten my seat, but when I missed the bowl, I splashed my feet. 
<laughs> I want a haiku every time you go to the toilet from now on. That is it. <laughs> oh, I now get it. You says you asked me how your wee was, not your week. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. oh my god! I don't know why I said week. I was like, why does he want to chat about his week? I mean, yeah, as, as you can probably tell from that, I asked Liam to ask me how my wee was, but didn't tell him why. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I've just been think- thinking up poetry in a toilet and you fucking ruined it. <laughs> I now know Mike what you asked How your week was. Yes. Not how his no. week was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, let's get into goulash. Fuck <laughs> me. That's the... I had a good the, way as well. The strangest segue you'll ever hear. <laughs> how was your week? Let's get into goulash. <laughs> Strong. Right, did you know <laughs> goulash, Hungarian, is a soup or stew of meat and vegetables seasoned with paprika and other spices. Obviously, it originated in Hungary, and a goulash is predominantly eaten in Central Europe. Um, it is one of the nation's dishes and a symbol of the country. <laughs> It is one of the nation's dishes. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you mean it's one of the ma- most famous dishes, or it's just a one of the dishes? It's just something that they have, much like like chips. And... I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's a symbol of the country, Mikey. They're proud of the goulash, the Hungarians. They're hung- hungry for goulash. They're hungry. They are Hungary for goulash. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> Hungary is also the name of a porn Right now, that's, it. that's all we've got on goulash. I think I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some of his meat soup on him. <laughs> we've just caveated from how's your wee goulash to Hungary the boss. Also, also a considered name for the snail in SpongeBob. <laughs> that snail has a massive wang. <laughs> I've lost my fucking marbles. I've lost the goulash, boys. I can't believe it. Right. Oh, right. Come on. Come on. The word. Come on. Let's let's get this over and done with. The word. <laughs> the word. <laughs> I'm just picturing in my head this imaginary, fucking imaginary Hungary. <laughs> Shut up. All right. The word. That's your name, isn't it? Goulash. That's yours, Roddy. That's your second account. <laughs> 
Oh, right, come on. The word goulash originally meant only herdsmen, but over time the dish became goulashes, <laughs> meaning <laughs> goulash. Oh my god, you're looking goulashes today. Goulashes, it sounds like a, a fucking lady's tanning salon in South Shields. <laughs> that is to say a meat dish which was prepared by the herdsmen so it was like a, it was a quick meal so in medieval times Hungarian herdsmen of central Europe made use of every possible part of the animal as it was commonplace as meat was scarce nearly all of the animal was used to make soup even the hide that, pro- that provided foot protection was considered a necessity is it strictly necessary for me to drink my own urine? <laughs> the cattle farmers loved it. So it was like an easy meal for the cattle farmers. So it's like, what they did was like, wrapped it up in a, uh, like a bladder. Uh, or a, no, the stomach, I think it was. And uh, you just needed to add water to this like, meaty soup. Right. Just like a, a soupy haggis. Yeah. Well, it was in the in the medieval times, but then it's obviously yeah. like uh, transformed to just be like a nice meaty stew. Yeah. And it's I've never had it. <laughs> Another porn star meaty stew. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends with him, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> meaty well, stew and Hungarian. <laughs> oh dear Christ. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> right. Goo luscious. It's a fucking salon in South <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, you fucking ruined me with that one. I had to be fun. I was gonna ask you, but <laughs> kettles boil again. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh this very well might be our dumbest episode, right? So I was gonna ask you. Dix has just said he, he's never tried it, but do you like goulash, no. Mikey? Uh, I've I've never had it either, actually. I love the sound of it. I'm based on what you told me, him. Nice it meaty, like, like nice. spicy stew. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. It's amazing. Is it quite quite you thin or quite quite thick? Um, yeah, quite thick. Not like thick. you've got a nice gravy with it, and it's like uh, yeah, just a, a medium viscosity. A medium viscosity, yeah. <laughs> I had it in Budapest. I don't Ooh. know if you know. <laughs> so yeah, that, there's like um, there was a really nice restaurant we went to in Budapest, like yeah, a couple of years ago. And Budapest is amazing. Like we'll have to go. 
Um, if, if it means we get stragoulash, mate, I'll I'm there. I'm just hoping that border control never hear this episode. <laughs> what's, your, what's your purpose to you visit the Hungary? We'll have to meet a, we'll have to meet a couple of mates, actually. Have you heard of them? Uh, meet you in Hungary. <laughs> we'll have to shoot a pole. <laughs> um, but it sounds lovely, mate. I like yeah, the amazing, like Yeah, I like Budapest is amazing. And, uh, yeah. yeah, the goulash was amazing. I had it a couple of yeah. times. Like, there's yeah, yeah, different variants of it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Really good. really good. There's just like, you know, different spices, different meats, what you put with it. It's all a different form of goulash, but um, right. What what type like um which type of meat was your favourite? Like on a scale of one to goo- goulicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's always, I think it's always unless unless it isn't, but I'm pretty sure like goulash is always made with beef. So probably contrary right. to what I just said. <laughs> How much he found Ghoulicious foot? His face just lit up like a Cheshire cat. He was so happy. And that made me so happy. <laughs> one of my one of my jokes landed. <laughs> oh right. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. it's predominantly made with beef. Um, yeah, and like, like you say, spices, spices the way you cook it. Yeah, and yeah, you can put whatever on it, like rice and yeah. or, or pasta. I didn't know it was Hungarian. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> I never do that. It's good shit. Yeah, they like the sound of it. Nice beefy stew. Um, yeah. Now I got on to <laughs> after after the, the, oh, a bit, the on, a bit on Budapest. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Sacheni baths? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they look really nice. Yeah, it's like the ultimate hangover cure. So it's like <laughs> you go into... It's just like a, a big public spa uh, baths, but it's like outdoor, outdoors, and it's like heated, and it? like it's just so nice to chill in. And uh, yeah, when we went, there's like there's little, there's little chess tables near the water as well, so like all the old boys oh, go and play uh, chess. <laughs> Yeah, like once a week, <laughs> it was well good. <clears throat> yeah, really nice place. Budapest is beautiful yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. I thought you said in the past, mate. It sounds like it's a beautiful, lovely place. Like lots going on. Yeah, nice yeah, and chill at the same time. Up and coming city. Mm. Um, so, Wiki sent me down a goulash rabbit hole, and I got onto goulash communism. What? So. Goulash what? communism, also commonly called caderism or the Hungarian thought, refers to a variety of communism in Hungary following the Hungarian Revolution of 1956. So they called it goulash communism. <laughs> so Janos Kadar, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, gained power following a military intervention by the Soviet Union. He had to control right. the state and force the peace. He did this through violence. He and his government imprisoned or executed protesters. Uh, and there was a mass shoot. There was mass shootings of people, and in the end, he was responsible for hundreds of deaths. Let's go. So after after having quelled the uprising, Kadar and his government government realised they had to create a major break from the past regimes. Uh, the goal of their soft dictatorship, as it was called, 
the government was <laughs> to create a peaceful and prosperous living conditions for the people of Hungary in reform in a show yeah. of his change of character he gave a speech with a famous line who is not against us is with us so that is a bit of goulash communism that, so the, that does sound strong. in the 50s <laughs> uh, so the increase in cultural freedoms well slightly it was still communism coupled with the increase yeah. of living standards and relative openness to foreign affairs led to an increase of consumption and consumer goods <laughs> into yeah. Hungary um, so people started <clears throat> buying TVs and owning private cars um, but like people wanted more um it was like said to be like um, a well-off country in the eastern, like well-off part yeah. of the eastern bloc under you know communism and stuff. Yeah, um, and that the residents used to say there used to be a phrase called "kixi." I don't know. I'm definitely butchering this, but "kixi vagi coxi," which meant to express frustration and meant the choice between a baby and a car. So. <laughs> Yeah, couldn't afford both. Couldn't afford to bring up a, a baby. Oh, oh, I right, oh, right. Car, so. Oh, I thought this was some Hungarian game show. <laughs> <laughs> but that like things became expensive because of that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. But people were yeah. more a more consumer, you know, more than what the state was offering them. So there was obviously like yeah. sanctioned things that the state would offer, like you know what every everyone's house appliances would have been the same and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of goulash communism in the fifties. I like that. That's interesting. <laughs> Never heard of that before. The only mate. other thing I found on goulash was a woman by the name of Adrian Sabjan um, right. cooks cakes that look like goulash. <laughs> they look unreal I, I, I don't know what sort of head fuck it is but it's like it looks like they look legit like a stew and then you cut into it and it's just a cake yeah. that's amazing yeah it's mad it um, I was ta- ta- talking to uh, my colleague uh, Shana um, today Shana if you've made it this far in get a better hobby <laughs> <laughs> do something else with your time um, um and she was she's uh from austrian descent right so austro-hungary obviously yeah. love yeah. goulash she said she was uh having uh goulash at her father's um uh, and it was from a tin that was 12 years old day <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i promised her i'd men- mentioned the goulash fermented goulash <laughs> fermented goulash <laughs> oh. oh god amazing <laughs> so but yeah i'd recommend having some goulash it's fucking amazing yeah definitely yeah <laughs> give it a goo give it a goo <laughs> yes well, that was it. That was uh, like that. episode like thirty-six. That, that was a I fucking train wreck. Is what that was. The only the only fact I have about goulash is apparently Sean Connery loves goulash. Right. <laughs> How do you know that? And Mel, there, was a, there was an interview with Mel Gibson, and uh, you know, before he played Brave, he did Braveheart, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Famous for goulash, brave heart. But, yeah, well, obviously he met up with Sean you Connery. You'll not take our goulash. <laughs> yeah, he tried to learn Scottish, and he so he went. He met up with Sean Connery because I mean, if you're going to learn Scottish, who else would you learn Scottish off? Sean Connery, wouldn't you? Right. 
and so he said he went to this restaurant with Sean Connery and he said you know I was there and I was like I ordered whatever I ordered and Sean Connery ordered the goulash but you can you know can you just imagine in Sean Connery's accent when he's going I'd like the goulash <laughs> he said that was the one thing that, that was the one thing that stuck with him was Sean Connery saying goulash goulash <laughs> he said it was just a real thing yeah yeah, yeah and that's the goulash that's it, mate. I told you I have another <laughs> great pop story that isn't Mick Jagger doing Michael Caine doing Rob Ryder. <laughs> <sighs> well, there we go. That was the car crash of episode 36 of Tech Topics. If you've made it this far, you deserve a goulash. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.